swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back once again to the This Is Tramia post-match analysis podcast. A one-all draw at home to Mansfield. Not the result we were all wanting, not the performance we were all wanting. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Go and follow us on Twitter, at This Is Tramia. My name's Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. Joined us ever by Paul, big time, big mouth, uh, lazy arse. Uh, what was your one? Pissed up, Paul Harper. Many Lardy-dar as well. Yeah, Paul Lardy-dar-dee-harper. Um, for using the word thus yeah many the man of many nicknames Mr Paul Harper at Paul Harper 82 how are we yeah not too bad not too bad yeah. um, had a busy week but uh, yeah I'm, I'm good in terms of what you've just said I don't think it was that bad a performance given you know the, the kind of the circumstances and the situation but we'll, we'll come on to that yeah so like I say one all draw home to Mansfield there's there's two ways you can look at our form at the minute, and like it, it, almost our form at the minute over the last like five or six games goes hand in hand with the performance today. In the, I don't think today we played that badly. Certainly nowhere near as bad as I say. The the peak of this was probably the Grimsby game, wasn't it? In terms of just flat, lifeless, a real struggle. Since then, you know, we beat Exeter, we drew at Colchester in the week, and we've gone and drawn today. I thought of the three performances, I thought today was probably the best. First half in midweek at Colchester, I thought we were great first half hour. And then we just, they scored and we fell apart for a, a good chunk. And it was only when we got one back that we started to play again. The Vaughan thing, we keep going on about it every game. There's a gaping hole in our team and it is affecting us so badly. And it is James Vaughan. Kane Woolery was back into it. Apparently it was tonsillitis he had in midweek which is why he missed the Tuesday game. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise because he looked a little bit sharper today. Obviously, he took his goal well. He had the other couple of you know half chances. The thing comes down to today, I thought they looked a decent side. They, they shouldn't be where they are. should be like 19th they are. Um, it was their fourth draw in a row in the league, by the way. But we've got to take our chances. We go back to it on, you know, and we can take, if Colchester take the chances, then they're 4-0 up by the time we start scoring. If we take our chances in that first half, Lewis, and Lewis missed another one today with about five minutes to go, pulled back to him on the volley, and he gets it straight at the keeper. Uh, Nugent has a free header straight after he comes on. Wasn't the easiest chance in the world, but it's a free header. Um, you know, Clark has two good, good chances with headers in the first half. 
And then there's the chance, Woolery has the chance to roll in Nugent, tries to cut back inside. The final third is is where our issues lie, and it's the final ball and decision-making in the final third. And how many times have we said that in recent years? That, and that, that's where Vaughan would come in, I think. Not just the fact that he would finish these chances, it's his movement and the space that his movement creates and the way that we play when he is playing. You know, players like Woolery, players like Feeney, players like Kieran Morris... These players, when Vaughan is playing, play better. Their game is raised by having a better striker alongside them. I know a lot of people, I was the same, saying that, why is Danny Lloyd not starting? I think he's still not 100%, is he, by all accounts? I don't think he can do two 90 minutes back-to-back in midweek. And he was ill a couple of weeks ago. So, again, I think if a Danny Lloyd is 100% match fit and is available and you know can do it, he would be playing every game because he, he's... You know, he's he's been brilliant for us. And I think Keith Hill would say the same, but I think he's had to manage him slightly over the last few games. No Blacker Taylor in the 11, no Blacker Taylor in the 16 or the 17 out of the squad. Again, I don't know what's gone on. 18. In, the, in the 18, exactly. You know, you got Jake Burton on the bench. And again, it's these games, isn't it, where they equalise. We've got 20 minutes to go, 50, 15 minutes to go. And you're crying out, you're going like, who who's there? There's no strikers there. That we can, you know, Nugent's just come on and he's not proven to be the player we were hoping we were going to get. And you're just thinking, there's no special talents on that bench. Lloyd is as close as there is, but again, just, I know that he's had some bad games, but we know what Blacker Taylor can do. And I'm not his biggest fan by any stretch. And players like that are normally my mortal enemy. Theo Walcott, you ask what my mate Alzo, he'll tell you my footballing enemy is Theo Walcott because I just think, you take his pace away, he's got nothing. He's got no football brain. What does he offer? But Blacker Taylor's, you know, he's got the tricks. He's on his day, and even all it needs is a split second. And yeah, but even saying this, Paul, I thought, you know, I thought it was a decent performance. You want to look at the positives? We are now into third. I think for the first time this season, we're in the top three, aren't we? Yeah. And today, I've seen more sort of moans and groans. It's weird, isn't it? We've just moved into the top three for the first time all season. And yet everybody seems to be very disappointed. I understand we've got high expectations and whether that's right or wrong, you know, it's it's what most fans of football teams have. They have high expectations and demands and stuff. Mansfield a good side. Um, The goal was very well taken. It's a great strike. It's terrible defending though, isn't it? Stephen Quitt, was he the lad who was at Sheffield United? Um, I asked this all game. And I've got no idea. So, if well, if it is, he shouldn't be playing League Two. He was very good in the uh, in the champ. But um, yeah, no, it's one of them. We we said in our, we've, we've, I mean, we said it so many times. The players look knackered. And again, I hate to harp on about it, but again, why did why did he only bring on a two outfield? I know, obviously, Scotty went off. We still had two outfield subs that he could have made. Just refusing to use him, Danny Lloyd. If he's if he's fit enough to be on the bench, he's fit enough to surely come on. I mean, don't just don't include him if he's not if he's not fit. He's not ready to ready to play. He was the only one on that bench who you'd say right. You know, if we if we need a need a goal or you know we need some some livening up a game changer. He's yeah, he's he's the only one on from that from that those seven subs, and he didn't get on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
it is disappointing. We've got to you've you've got to look at the big, the bigger picture. The bigger picture is we're third in the league, which after ten games of the season, you would have thought we were absolutely bloody mental. But we're we're third. We're in a good position. Nine games to go. We've still got. We've obviously got some big games um, in the next few days against teams in and around us. Uh, if top we can three, take, mate. It's the top three. <laughs> if we can take if we take points off the um, off those two over the over the uh, Easter weekend, you know we're in a bloody brilliant position. So, but saying that, <laughs> I don't see us doing doing that. But then because we are, we look absolutely knackered, and this is what yeah. I mean about sort of managing the squad. I know, obviously, you mentioned about him managing Danny Lloyd, and obviously, you know, he's not before he came. He hadn't. Well, he hadn't. He didn't have a team, did he? So he probably not done a pre-season and that kind of you know the 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 backlog of, of fitness that you that you want from a pre-season, which we've spoken about um, in previous previous times. But yeah, just I don't I'd, I don't I don't get it. The, the, when the five subs thing came in, everybody was saying, "Oh, it'll benefit a strong squad like Tramia." And yet we refuse to use five subs. We only use two or three maximum. We and yet we're we're bemoaning the fact that the players are absolutely knackered, that the the fatigue is kicking in, that players need a rest, and yet we're not using the subs. So maybe that suggests that the that the squad isn't as strong as we thought, or maybe Key Phil doesn't think the the squad is as strong as we think it is. That he doesn't trust some of the players coming off the bench, but I don't know. It just sends out a, a negative message for me. Um, you know, you we sh- we should have one of the best squads in the in the division, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say too much more because I don't want to be too negative. Because we, uh, I'm I'm fairly positive after today. I thought it was a decent performance. Obviously, it's disappointing not to take those chances that we should have we should have put away. Um, if you do that, you you win the game. Mansfield are a good side though. Nigel Clough's got and playing some good stuff. It's not the end of the world as some people are portraying it, but. Um, yeah, we do. We do need to sort of step it up. This week is going to be massive because yeah, I would just say I've Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday off, and just recuperate and just switch off from football altogether. Get them back in Wednesday. I've been, I've been speaking to a few people uh, um, after what we spoke about on Tuesday. Um, you know about the well-being and the, the welfare of the players, and yeah. Um, yeah, this wasn't a just couple of me thing, was it? Paul? No, no, no. Football league. I, I noticed that yeah. um, Nigel Clough mentioned it as well about um, you know, know they played they played so many games in. I think, if he, I think he said he played, they played the third of the season, of so thirteen games in the last forty days or something stupid. Yeah, games now, which just yeah, which just shows how how mad it is. But um, I got a couple of texts off people at the club saying, yeah, we're knackered too. <laughs> and that, that's, that's fair as well because they're, they're traveling up and down the country, uh, working the socks off and, and look, okay. They're not getting the boots on and crossing the white line, but you know, the, there's, there's wellbeing for, for people like that as well. I, I know well, all well and good. How many hours, um, you know, 
people at the club put in and some of the hours that I did, and it was crazy. So, yeah, it, it is, it is, it is bad. But these, these, this six day period, um, we've we've got to recharge the batteries as much as possible, and yeah. I would say just give him two, three, maybe even four days of the six off. Um, let him switch off from football, recharge the bit batteries, not just physically but mentally as well. Um, I think that that would do the the world of good. But obviously, I'm not in the in that dressing room, and you know, I'm not not you know. Strangely enough, I'm not a professional footballer. Madly oh, you, su- you surprised me. Yeah, it should have been. Should have, should have, should have happened. If you, but it if never you hadn't have had that testicle injury <laughs> at forty, um, and whether they, you know, whether you know, if you, if we, if we got one of the players on and they say no, actually, we, we would rather train than just go home and be with the family or whatever. I don't know, but they do, they do, they don't like it, and we're saying it week in, week out now. Um, so hopefully we can use this six days as wisely as possible, um, and we get a nice fresh performance against uh, against Cheltenham on, fr- on uh, Good Friday. We should probably, you know, let's let's look at the positives at this point. Let's call this Paul's positivity segment, even though I'm going to talk. Um, cause <laughs> ev- no, everyone likes alliteration, don't they? Yeah. So <clears throat> positives from that. I thought Ali Crawford had a good game. I thought he looked a real tidy footballer. Yeah, um, Ganny be tired. Because he hasn't had any games. But yeah. Yeah, he was good, nice and, you know, yeah, did, did the simple things well. I thought Joe Murphy slotted in, as you'd all hope. You know, a player like him would come in. You know, he had no chance with the goal. He made a couple of decent saves. I thought he made himself very big for the one that Reed put past the post, should have scored. I thought. Uh, he's he's you know, a good experience. He's, you know, he's got great, he's out yeah. for, for a period. It's not, yeah, uh, not someone uh, known going in that, is it? Yeah, he's. Very experienced, very good goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a toss of a coin whether you pick Scotty or him. To be fair, so um, yeah, can't argue with his performance. And every time he has played, he's been he's been pretty good. So yeah, Kane Wallery back in the team. Tonsillitis by all accounts, wasn't it? Um, in yeah, midweek, so, gave yeah. him a much needed rest. He looked still not back to his best, but a great finish and some lovely yeah, touches, good. And some good movement. There was, again, this was supposed to be Paul's positivity segment, but that Matt's misery. Okay, yeah, Matt's misery segment now. That, like, last minute of the game in injury time when he gets past his man, he he does brilliantly to keep the ball alive, gets to the byline, and you're just all thinking, aren't you? Either smash this across the six yard box or dink it across the six yard box. And he checked back, didn't he, onto his left foot, the old Johnny Morrissey, let's beat the man again. I don't know why, maybe he thought the fellow was going to block it or something. And they ended up blocking it, didn't they? And then we didn't get it back in. And it was just that, oh, it's so frustrating. We came alive, didn't we, again, in injury time? Like, we put them under some big pressure. But it's just that final ball, that incisiveness in the final third that we're really missing. Lewis, I don't think, again, so we're in the the misery section. I I didn't think Lewis had a good game. I didn't. I thought he was poor the other night. I thought he was anonymous. After he missed the, the sitter with the other first half, I thought he was anonymous. I didn't, honestly didn't even know he was still on the pitch until about 20 minutes ago when he gave away a free kick. And I he thought got named today, in the team of the, team of the week. It shows what a shambles that is, doesn't it? <laughs> like, Jesus he votes Christ. for these things. So I thought he was poor today. 
he has that chance, and it's a big chance for me. It's pulled back. I don't know if anyone watched the Forest Green Bolton game earlier in the day, nearly kickoff. His chance was almost identical to Doyle's for Bolton, and Doyle swept it in with a great finish. And it just again made me think again if that's James Vaughan that falls to, he buries it, and we win the game. And you look, you look at the results we've had, and right on one hand, Paul, our last five league results. We're unbeaten in five, one drawn, one drawn, drawn. Okay, unbeaten in five, great run. Second behind only Bolton and Cambridge in form and Leighton Orient in the table. On the flip of that, you could say we're now two without a win. So it's one of them, isn't it? Which way do you go in terms of that? You look at the, the games we've got coming up. We've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, but the next two games, Cambridge are top, Cheltenham second, we're third. We go to Cheltenham on Good Friday and then we host Cambridge on... Easter Monday. I mean, you couldn't write this script, could you? If you could, you'd be a bloody good script writer. So, Joe Paul, it wouldn't surprise... Honestly, the way we've played this season at times, it wouldn't surprise me if we turn up at Friday and go and put in a great performance and go and beat them and the same on Monday and we just all go, "What? where the hell's these performances come from? Where's this tram you've been for the last six or seven weeks? Because we've performed better against the better sides, and I don't know what Cheltenham's pitch is like, but again, we don't. The things we just keep seem to be going on about every time is we're missing James Vaughan, and our pitch is a load of shite. And I think it does affect. Like you can see when we try and play football, our pitch really doesn't help it. It's not a complete hindrance, is it, at the minute? But it certainly doesn't help football get played. But it's the same for both sides, I suppose, isn't it? The the fact is we should have the, the advantage of knowing that it's a shit pitch. Well, no, it's not yeah. shit. That, that's been a bit harsh, but it's, it's it isn't the best. It isn't what we all believed it was going to be. No, what we hoped. But, we would um, yeah, I don't know why that is. To be fair, but one of them does seem to be bobbling all over the place, and there's just sort of mud patches everywhere. But it is what it is. You got to deal with it and. Yeah, would well, would be nice to have um, a bit of a target man. Just to, if we do need to just launch it, Manny Monte, mate, wasn't he? Wasn't he on the bench more, today? Was a bit more direct. No, there's another one that's disappeared. Um, yeah, it's you know a plan B, and you know if you can't play the nice, attractive, free flowing football that I think Keefe actually does want to play, which is good. Yeah, and we've played which it. We should applaud him for. Yeah. I mean, if if that's proven too difficult, we don't really have anyone that, you know, you can either hit the ball into the channels for him to chase onto. We don't have any sort of target man to, you know, launch it and hold it up and play off. So, yeah. I think the thing we're all, like, holding out for, hope-wise, is because it's been so quiet on James Vaughan, is that this insane hope in the back of my head and other people's head that... We turn on Sky on Friday for the Cheltenham game. Mm. Team gets announced at two o'clock. Mm. And James Vaughan's in it. Mm. And we all go, hang on a minute. What's going on here? Because, like, at the minute, I think it's so tight up there, isn't it? It, it? It's insanely tight. Like, automatics, you'd say, probably are between the six, top six, maybe now. Newport have got the game in hand. So if Newport win the game in hand, They'd go. They'd be probably back in with a shout now, but they've lost the last two. So it's six or seven looking for that that top three. I think Bolton will get it. I think they're 
momentum is just too strong to stop. It would take yeah. an almost collapse from them at this point, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I always feared something like this. And it'd be nice, wouldn't it, for us to get on a run again? But I think without Vaughan there, it's going to be very tough. <clears throat> it's just that. Can I just say, like, it's the final just, thing, creativity. Yeah, you, know? you just mentioned, like, we're five unbeaten yeah. in the league. Like, we're the goal scorer away from maybe winning all five of those games. Yeah. That, that's the difference. That's the difference. We've, we're playing effectively with no strikers at the minute. Um, you know, with Paul Lewis as a false nine and, you know, two wide men. Or Dave Nugent, who, I mean, effectively is a false nine because he's he's just so far off the pace. Yeah, it's scary, um, isn't it? And, yeah, but if you have a, a fit James Vaughan, probably win the three games we've drawn. So, it's one of them. I'm not going to I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be worried. And if Fawn is fit and I hope they don't they don't panic. I don't think they throw I don't think they throw him straight back in. I really yeah, don't I, think don't, I, I really hope they don't do what Tramir managers have done <laughs> in the past. Hi Ben Tollett, oh, get straight so, back in. <laughs> we're so desperate for a for a goal that we're just gonna throw him straight back in the team when he's not really ready. Please don't do that. If anyone, if anyone from the coaching staff or whatever is listening to this, which, which I'm sure they do, <laughs> which is why Keith Hill is very angry every um, press conference. Yeah, um, but yeah, don't don't unless he is ready to be back in the team. Don't please don't don't do it because you know another setback and then we really are back to square one. So yeah, you know we, we've got him to come back. And hopefully, if if it's not Friday, then it's hopefully it's only you know a week or two away uh, from a return, and that'll make a big difference. And like I say, you turn in the draws that we've had in the last two, three, two, three games into wins, and then it, it's you know it's a whole different you're painting a whole different picture. Then so it's one of them. Don't get I'm not getting too downhearted because you know in the background he's. He's he's coming back into the side, which will make a big difference. It's um, I've said it before on this. If you'd have said to me, right, over the next four games before Tuesday, if someone had said, right, you're gonna next four games, you're gonna draw two and win two, choose one which ones all day. I'd say, right, we draw with Mansfield and Colchester, and we beat Cambridge and Cheltenham all day. I made the same point um, on Tuesday after the game, so. Again, like if we if we go and win those two games, then you could look back and go, they were two decent points in the week. <laughs> you know, if we end up getting promoted by a point, it's one of them, isn't it? You look back and go, that was that was a decent point. Well, of course it was because it was one of the points. But again, stuff like that, it doesn't change the fact that you go, we should be winning them games. And you know, I, Paul, I don't know about you, I haven't slept since Tuesday. I, or every time I shut my eyes, I just see Naya Kirby hitting the post. <laughs> Yeah, don't have nightmares, everyone. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it's uh, we we are still in a brilliant position. Let's not forget that you know we had a horrendous first ten games of the season, and since then it's been very, very good. Uh, and albeit, yeah, dis- disappointing, like not to have won the last you know last two or three games, but we're still in a great position. 
it's um, it is incredibly open, incredibly tight, and this is something that you know I've watched a couple of interviews, a few interviews from you know different clubs. Like everyone can beat everyone. Literally, you know, you, Grimsby and Southend they're starting to pick up a few results now. It, it is so open that um, you know teams are going to be dropping points, and if we can just keep keep on not losing, then we'll be absolutely fine. I think. But uh, yeah, keep the faith, everyone. Keep the faith. How's um, how's Twitter looking tonight, Paul? Quite downbeat, I imagine. Yeah, it is. To be fair, um, as I say, I'm trying to keep as positive as possible. Um, let me go through a few uh, a few of the tweets. We've got so so many. Thank you very much for everyone who's who has been in touch uh, with us this afternoon. Again, um, over fifty replies so far. We're what? It's about R five. We're recording this in a minute. So let's uh, let's go through a few. Ian Jones says only seems to push on in injury time in both halves. Uh, get well soon, Scotty. Yeah, we should reiterate that. Looks a looks a bad one for Scotty, and as much as we've occasionally criticised him for a couple of uh, you know incidents over the course of the season. You know, obviously nobody wishes him uh, you know bad injury, so hopefully it's not as bad as it looks, um, and he can be uh, he can be back to fitness soon. Uh, Scott Wilson says Vaughan plays, we win. That's exactly what I've just been saying. Uh, Will Fiderman says a point just isn't good enough. Okay, fair point. Uh, Kenny Clark says as long as it's oh well done. That's a reply to somebody else. Um, <laughs> uh, Callum Dyer. Agrees with um, the the last uh, tweet I read out. Not good enough again. Some very harsh critics uh, we have listening, which is fair enough. Uh, you know, as I say, we do we do um, have high expectations, and you know, rightly so. Chum is a big club, especially for this level. So yeah. Um, or Will Aimer, who I've enjoyed reading his tweets the uh, the last few few weeks. Uh, he goes bank. Banks, Ferrier, Payne, better than Kirby, Nugent and Crawford. Great decision from Keith. Any thoughts on that? It's I I was thinking today that you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, Paul, isn't it? You know, it's very easy to sit back and go, we shouldn't have sold Payne or Ferrier. We all want needed and by all accounts, Payne was on a, a very good wage. And so was George Ray, but George Ray is now back in the fold, and you no, know, no one's talking about how much money he's on, and he, you know he signed a great contract because he's back in the team, and rightfully so. No one was saying Payne selling Payne was the wrong decision when he went to Grimsby, mm-hmm. and you know he can barely get in their team. So no, the Fedier one, he wanted out. Every club he's been at, he's done the same thing. He gets, you know, yeah. he starts off great. Fans like him. And then he falls out behind the scenes and leaves under a cloud, kicks up a fuss. Did it at Boreham Wood. <laughs> yeah, and he's twice. He's, he's now twice um, at Boreham Wood. Walsall. He's now stuck in his rail. <laughs> yeah, you know what? it's probably nice over there. He's barely playing over there. You know, he's earning his money. No doubt he'll end up back at a London-based League Two or National League club with some money yeah. in a year or two time when things are all back to normal, yeah. and you know, repeat ad nauseum for the rest of his career. He's, there's a real player there, but like when you've got the attitude problems he's got, and maybe not even attitude problems, just someone doesn't cause that amount of problems at every club there are and cause that fuss without, you know, there's no smoke without fire. 
Yeah. We'll never know the true story, but like he wanted out, and that was the reason why he wasn't involved. And he got his. We'll move. never know the true story unless Paul Harper on this podcast. Highly unlikely. <laughs> As a special guest, yeah, on the line from Israel. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously in, in hindsight, you'd be like, yeah, we shouldn't have sold him, but he wasn't happy not playing. He wants to be the main man at the club. Ironically, he's not now over in Tel Aviv. Um, so it's one of them, Paul, isn't it? Like, yeah, of course, now you go, we should have kept him. But we didn't know Vaughan was going to get injured at Leighton Orient, did we? No one knew that. If Vaughan doesn't get injured, we're not having this conversation. So but at the same time, Paul, at the same can time, we, if can we keep doesn't going get injured, Dave club. Nugent is even less fit than he is now. Well, you say that, but like, his contribution, he was never supposed to come in and be the main man and start every game, was he? he? His contribution when we signed him, I think, was to do what he did at Carlisle, was to come on for that yeah. last 20 minutes, be that clever footballer, be that clever player who can peel off into space, make some space, and create a goal or score a goal for James Vaughan. You know, and he did that against Carlisle, and we were, I was excited. I was like, this is what we wanted from him, yeah. the clever, clever play. He's not going to be, he never was a you know lead-the-line type striker. No. So, you know, I was half expecting him to come on against San Marino the other day for England. <laughs> yeah, less said about that, the better. TRFC says, we are limping at the moment, but we are not losing. It's a big point. Good we didn't take all three, but back the team. Um, fair, fair play. Uh, Ian Blythe says, believe Joe Murphy is up to the job. Um, but certainly that is our... That is the end of a se- end of the season for our captain. So, so he believes it's a it's a bad one. In hindsight, would uh, would it? In hindsight, sorry, I'm reading this appallingly. In it's hindsight, what? because he's Ian. Sorry, this, I'm I'm going to put the blame on you for not using commas where they should be. Typical passing um, blame. In, in hindsight, would it have been better to rest Scotty for a week, the same as an outfield player? It's one of them goalies. Oh rarely get injured do they so resting him I don't know you don't rest the goalie do you no he's not doing any running uh, it's just one of those freak freak incidents unfortunately uh, Steve Rawlinson says set up not to lose and hope to get something out of nothing yet again proper look toothless going forward without a striker yet happy to have them on the bench Subs away for two and doesn't inspire me with confidence. We're going to get across the line for promotion if we stay as we are. Okay. okay. Bit of a negative one there. Um, the SWA Midlands, I'm sure they're going to give us some positivity. hope so. Uh, a win today would have given us some substance to the draws in recent away games. Instead, the draw piles the pressure on the next two games. Both now a now must win. Not sure how I can be deflated when we are feared. It wasn't quite as positive as I was expecting before. A, I read it. A, a lot of people are using that phrase now, aren't they? But it seems like honestly, the, the last like six games, everyone's been like, "These are must-win games." Well, we've drawn three of them, so you know, and we're, we're, and we're now third. We've moved yeah, we've drawn table. three of them, and we, we've ended up the highest we've been all season. So, you know, who knows? Like, honestly, it's time to give up. Going, there's no such thing as a must-win game. A must-win game is a game like the Stockport game in 2010 was must win as in if we didn't win that we would have been relegated you know playoff finals are must win games because if you don't win them then you know Cheltenham at home on Monday sorry Cheltenham away on Friday and Cambridge at home admittedly big games they're not must win because 
there's still, you know, nine games to go, 27 points to be played for. Uh, yeah, we could lose the next three, win the, next, the, the following seven and go up. It's so. going to be a very low points total, get you promoted this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, Tony Evans says, uh, not sure how many more chances we can give Nugent. Surely the excuse of lacking match fitness is wearing a bit thin now. Why not ease Charlie Jolly into games with a few sub-appearances? He could hardly offer less, so shouldn't feel under too much pressure. I've mentioned Charlie Jolly before. I'm not going to do it again. Not even um, on the bench. Yeah. Um, West Yorkshire SWA, otherwise known as the uh, Jake Hero fan club, says, obvious tactic for me was to go for a second goal, kill the game off. Get someone on with a bit of pace, whether that be Lloyd, Burton, CBT, oh wait, who? Um, but uh, we try and exhort pressure and backfires again. January signers are crap. All the best, Connor Jennings. Yes, we extend our best wishes to, to Connor after the uh, the news that he's got some sort of rare cancer, um, which has been causing him a bit of grief over the last six weeks. Well, we should probably so do a little, we'll do a little segment. We'll do a little segment at the end, at the end yeah. yeah. Uh, Adam D says we've rarely looked like dominating a game for a long time same story today okay stuff but only enough to grab one goal not enough to completely stop the opposition uh, Billy Orman says would have taken this position at the start of the season if I was told in August automatics next two games title decider in my opinion uh, good six days rest up and fight through come Friday up the Rovers that's the spirit Billy come on lad um, I'm liking that um, Broken Social Stee says feel like we're forcing it a bit too much at the moment making wrong decisions especially when attacking obviously missing Vaughan uh, he would have buried Nugent's header disappointing goal to concede but we need to be scoring more perhaps a tactics change is needed the defending pull for, for their goal right Spearing wins that header and it goes up in the air Spearing, Lewis, Khan and Feeney all stood there. Spearing, you can maybe forgive because he's made that the clearance header. Every single one of them stood there. I know, you know, nine, yeah. 99 times out of 100, that volley doesn't go in. But can confirm, Paul, it is that Stephen Quinn, ex-Sheffield United. Um, you know, he's a lovely, player. Yeah, Republic of Ireland International. Mm. You know, lovely left foot. Only 34 as well. He's on loan from Burton. He's followed Cluffy. Um, okay. So, yeah. but they've got someone's. Someone's got to go because the thing is, even if you're, yeah, yeah, even if you're Spearing yeah. or Lewis, and you're just charging at him, even if it's you know, it subconsciously, yeah, out the corner of his eyes, like someone's going to clatter me, or is coming to block. Yeah, he doesn't have time to let the ball come down and volley. It's a great finish. And do you know what? Probably you could argue they probably did deserve a point. To be honest, on balance of play, certainly they for a good twenty-five minutes, half an hour, second half, up until they scored, they were the better side. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair comment. Jacob Wilson says, don't get me wrong, I definitely feel like we should have won. But the key fell slander is ridiculous. We might not have played brilliantly, but at least we're in the autos. Yeah, yeah fair fair comment, fair comment. Uh, Mike P says, can't keep playing like he who can't be mentioned is there when he's not. I think he's mentioned it. He's, he's definitely... JV. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's who he's referring to. Not the JV, um, we're normally watching Paul, but Johnny Vaughan. <laughs> Crawford looks okay. Would have liked to have seen Burton get a go. Yeah, young kid. 
as a young kid with a promising future, but whether these games are, are ideal for you know for young kids to be thrown in at the deep end, I'm not entirely sure. Um, Michael Wallace says, it's hard what to think. Tonight, can't keep going on about how much we miss JV. However, we still need, still look like we need to, a shitload of chances to score. He says, Paul Harper, 82, said on the pod in January, fatigue could affect the team in the running. How right he is. Well, thank you for noticing that, uh, Michael, and uh, you know, very astute of you to, uh, to mention it. Doesn't know what he's talking about, mate, does he? Nonsense. Contrast the word this guy says. What's his name? Kevin Heller says, uh, does, <laughs> <laughs> does Hill do that daft uh, Liam Gallagher swagger up and down the line instead of watching the game? He never seems to spot <laughs> glaringly obvious weaknesses in the opposition or ourselves. We seem determined to blow this with a whimper just now. Pish, he says. That's P-I-S-H. Um, yeah, the Liam Gallagher swagger. I, like, I do like his trainees. His new trainees. Paul Harper specials. <laughs> um, Hayden Absalom says points dropped dot 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 again in capital letters. Uh, Nathan Morton says don't create enough chances, missing Vaughan massively, massive Easter weekend. The positive is we're third. I think, yeah, we need to, we need to recognise how far the team has come since those first 10 games. Um, let's see if we've got any different views Dan Towie uh, best league performance for a number of games feeling more positive after that than I did after the Exeter game to be honest looking far better without Nugent people need to realise playing with a striker doesn't make us a more attacking team if that striker is shite yep fair point Dan uh, SD21FC decent game of football probably a fair result a uh, bit disappointing as we need to be winning games still in our hands if we finish the season stronger than those around us we go up yeah uh, Matt Nolan says difficult two points lost but we are in the top three PS what's the point of Kirby and Nugent Spearing and Woolery were exceptional today um, yeah agree with the, that last point uh, Rob Denman says need to play Lloyd through the middle with Lewis in behind at least Lloyd will give us a goal threat those last nine games are going to be a torturous roller coaster, but we will have enough for an automatic place just uh, hope so. we hope so we hope so um, there's an interesting Paul Lewis meme that uh, Classic Tramir tweeted it just says not good enough simple as that with uh, Paul Lewis on there. Um, Sean Stokes, what the fuck is he playing at with those subs when we're cruising? Sorry, but Kirby is not good enough for promotion running. Simple as that. No Vaughan, no promotion is what I'm beginning to think. Oh dear. Um, Tramir Trish says, not happy dropping points again, but Mansfield looked... More threatening than us, and we could see the goal was coming. We're just not creating nearly enough chances, and that's our main problem. Ross of the Rovers is uh, fuming. The ref stopped it when he did. Thought Crawford had his best game, and Kirby underperformed. Much better than Khan. Too many bad decisions in attacking phases. Get well soon, Scott Davis. Heard the commentators saying a point was fair. I thought we did enough to win. 
Mike Doherty said Crawford was very good for me. Nugent's header just before their second, their, their second should have killed the game just before their requires. I think he means uh, every gay, every draw, sorry, puts pressure on the next game. Have to start winning these games or it's playoffs for us. Uh, Dan CRFC, he's the one that went through all those uh, different Twitter handles at the start of the season. He says, uh, need him gone. Bad decision to have him as manager if we get promoted. I had, a, I had a fucking Paul Harper as manager if it means he's getting promoted. That's how that's how desperate I am, Paul. He's had it handed to him on a plate, brought in bad signing, so yes, I want him gone. Mr. Fucking Positive Point. So it's just let me read that back again so I try and understand what Dan's what Dan's saying. I think what he's saying, Paul. He did gone. Bad decision to have him as manager if we get promoted. I don't, I, I'm not sure I fully understand. If we, if we, maybe he's Mr. The Don't get promoted. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy. Um, John Art, um, TRFC, frustrating again. Brilliant balls into the box, but no end products. There's a few more. There's a lot of just uh, the same stuff, same yeah. sort of stuff. There uh, was that. I think I was just calm. Put a great ball in in injury time. A cr- yeah. Like it bounced in the six yard box, and you're just going, "Where's that? Someone has to be on the end of it." Final tweet I'm going to read is from Tom Davies, and he all he says is, "End the fucking season now, EFL. I'll <laughs> scran any bats." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're top three as it stands we're going up people well, wait, uh, there, what, what points per game oh, I don't e- know. even points per game I think uh, everyone's played the same amount of games below us in Newport yeah someone works it out if it is the case yeah points per game we'll have it yeah. Um, interestingly I'm not sure why but Ian Dawes is doing the uh, the post-match press I believe so interesting don't know if we read into any, anything into that or... He's off to Benidorm, Key Phil, isn't he, for a three-day with the squad? <laughs> not dead. Really? Yeah. Um, we should then... Let before... me just see, because I'm just, I'm just reading some of his, uh, Dorsey's comments. Um, it's, like, it's actually... It's actually nice to hear a different voice. Do, do you know what I mean? If it, post-match, you're just hearing the... Because we don't seem to be hearing too many players after the game. No. But it's just Keefell, Keefell, Keefell. And he's saying pretty much the same thing over and over because generally he's being asked the same questions. Yeah. And do you know what? Like, the ways it's just sort of the the club, um, the club media guy who's asking him the questions. So obviously it's not going to be. And it's been know. relentless, Paul, again, isn't it? So like it's. We're seeing yeah. It. So like, hearing a different voice is actually quite. Refreshing. Jacko, uh, Jacko used to do it sometimes as well. Yeah, he did. He did. Mickey uh, put Jacko forward sometimes. Yeah, Mickey just couldn't be asked sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I, I'm a bit more Mickey uh, coming later in the uh, shortly in this in this podcast. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the difference between winning the game and drawing it was getting that second goal. You know, in football, when you have the opportunity to score that second goal and kill it, kill the game. If you just don't take them it gives the opposition that bit of hope um i thought they did i thought they did really 
So I'm not sure if these are actual quotes from him or whether these are just paraphrasing. Paul, I'm reading the same thing as you here. I just can't. <laughs> you. So those tweets that you're reading that wrong, uh, this is the thing says, can they score something out of nothing? I thought they yeah. did, really. So he's saying that, yeah, they did score something out of nothing. Yeah, We've sorry, dealt with yeah. the cross well, but the lad scored a volley from outside the box. It is a great goal. Yeah. Anyway. You've embarrassed okay. yourself, Paul, haven't you? Yeah, I have, really. You have, mate. Uh, Paul, yeah. are you going to apologise to the podcast? I'm sorry. There we go. Apology <laughs> not accepted. Um, um, yeah, it's, it is good to, uh, to hear a different voice, I'm sure. Um, do you want to I be fair? I might even watch the video later. It, it's a good point because, like, <laughs> not the point we got, but as in, it's the same as that Oldham equaliser and that, you know, it's a one in a hundred strike from both of them, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? A drop in volley like that and the Oldham goal. Yeah. And sometimes you've just got to go, that's a great strike. <clears throat> Again, we could have defended better. I think both of them, especially that one, like someone has to be doing something towards it. But don't take away from the fact it was a great strike. Yeah. Um, Mickey's book then? Have you got any inside info? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I ordered a copy like weeks ago on Amazon. And of course, it hasn't, had to, it hasn't turned up yet. It's apparently supposed to be here today. But um, I've not had any sort of notification off Amazon. But uh, yeah, it should have been a, when it was released on Thursday, I believe. Um, when I get a chance, which I may do the week after next when I've got a bit of um, free time um, in the Easter holidays, I will try and get Phil Denton on, who has written a book with Mickey. And we'll try and have a chat with him about um, about how it came about, why he wanted to write it, what Mickey's sort of reasoning for writing it was, and we'll see if we can get the gaffer on. Um, I'm sure he'd be he'll be keen to plug his book because I know all the, yeah. a lot of the proceeds are going towards MMD. Oh, um, Lenny Jen wrote, sorry, Lenny John Rose, a uh, former teammate of Mickey at Burnley. Most um, of disease. Oh, terrible. So proceeds from the book, I'm not sure if it's a percentage, it would be a percentage, I guess, of the proceeds raised from book sales would go towards the MMD Most Association, which yeah. is a great cause. So, uh, yeah, if we can get, Phil has agreed. Um, so we'll, we will speak to Phil. We'll, we'll see if the gaffer is keen to come on and whether he wants to, Plug the book. He's, I'm I know sure he's, he's done got, a lot with uh, with Daily Mirror and stuff like that. I'm sure he's he unfinished published business. But, uh, yeah. Unfinished business with you, Paul. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite possibly. So we'll we'll see what we can do. Uh, I'm not promising anything, but the least we'll do is we'll get Phil on to uh, to have a chat about it, which should be good. Um, so yeah, I haven't read the book yet, so I can't tell you what it's uh, if it's good or not. I'm sure it is because Phil is uh, someone I know fairly well uh, he used to do a little uh, program column for me he was very, he's a very good writer uh, head teacher at school as well so a uh, very intelligent fella but uh, yeah so that should be good Connor Jennings I feel, my heart goes out to, to Connor yeah he's had so much sort of bad luck with illnesses and injuries and stuff of, in the last three or four years was it, was it such was it his nan or granddad passed his away? Granddad like the, passed away the week before the player final. It's the day uh, before the Forest Green semi final, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but he's literally the nicest lad you could wish to meet. Um, works incredibly hard. 
and you know his efforts on the pitch are, you know he's a fantastic footballer so we wish him all the very best I've been in touch with him and sent him a little message to try and keep his spirits up and stuff um, so yeah and we're, we're hoping to get him on um, as and when but obviously he's got other priorities at this 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 moment in time so yeah all our thought, support, love, all the rest of it um, goes to, to Connor. Hopefully he makes a, a full and speedy recovery. I'm sure uh, he will. I mean, he's, a, he's a fighter. Yeah. If, the, if there's see. anyone you think that's going to overcome these things, it, it's going to be him because he's, you know, he's one of them people that will, he's shown it, uh, you know, as a footballer on the pitch, but also off the pitch. And, um, you know, the, the fact that he put the ball in for James Norwood to score that goal, um, says everything when he was, you know, you know, lying in a hospital bed merely ten days before then. So, yeah, um, all the very best to him. Um, yeah, yeah from every, me, you, Jake, everyone in the pod. I'm just yeah, all the Super Wire Army. All the messages I've seen has been really good, been yeah. really nice. And obviously, he's not a Tramia player um, anymore, and I'm, I'm, that makes me sad. Um, he'd be getting really. in this team wouldn't he yeah absolutely but yeah, uh, yeah no he's uh, as I say such a nice lad and when I was when I was we've mentioned this loads of times before but he was always the one that kind of asked how, how things were and you and Jake took an interest and it was just a, he's just a nice lad and I've He's one of the few I've actually kept in touch with <laughs> well, he was he said you and Jake always said I, I only met him five or six times at the club you know um, and he was always the one who, like your point, Jake made the point. He said he'd see, he'd pop in, like when Jake was working in the club shop, he'd pop in one week, and he'd have like a proper chat with you for like 10, 20 minutes. And then, like, you might not speak to him again for a week or two weeks, but he'd come in and he'd be like, How did that go? You know, Jake might have been like, Oh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a cup final, you know, with Beachwood Social or something. And two weeks later, he'd be like, how'd the cup final go? How'd you get on? Do you win? And it was like, so he wasn't, you. a lot of people, and you'll know this, Paul, when you speak to a lot of people in football, and like even to anyone like you who's a public figure, you can sometimes get the picture that they're speaking to you, but they're not really interested. They're just yeah. doing it, you know, to, and thinking, God, when can I get away? Whereas you said he, he had time for everyone, and no, he was a real, a, I think anyone yeah. who's met him, though, will, will tell you the last. same. Yeah. And you know, he'll forever be, you know, he's part of, a, a very small group now. We're part of Tramia folklore for being involved Match in goal scorers at Wembley. Fuck yeah! I mean, n- not just one year, but two years. There's a very <laughs> small group, isn't it? Who were part of that, like almost got us back on our feet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And gave us probably for a lot of fans who weren't around, and I'm a little bit too young to remember the late eighties, early nineties glory days, the real glory days of the King era. Yeah. They're the greatest times of our lives as a Tramie fan, aren't they? For anyone who's, you know, 35 years or younger, or even, you know, I'm 36. Those two years, I don't think we'll ever see anything like that again, personally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Connor, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not. Um, <laughs> I'll send him this clip. Yes, please do. All the best. Cause, um, he's a top man and, I'm sure he'll fight it, and I'm sure he'll, he'll he'll come back stronger like he has in the past before. But right, um, I'm supposed to be going to get Scram at six o'clock. It's now five to six, right. and we haven't even finished recording the podcast, let alone me. Thank you to the Tramway Rovers official supporters club. Yes, of course, doing great work as always. Go and check them out on Twitter at Trask underscore TOFC. Retro Goodbye. Shows. There you go. <laughs> oh, wait, sorted. 
Um, the retro shirts are going to be available I think, this week, aren't they, to, to actually buy? I think they're nearly in stock. Yeah, they're Rover Sports ones. We're having the, uh, the 93, 94 one as we speak. Oh, lovely. Very lovely good. stuff, Paul. So, yeah, I recommend them very highly. Um, yeah, get your hands on one if you can. We've got um, not just the players, Paul. It'd be nice for me and you to have a week off, innit? No yeah, mid-week. no midweek game. Thank, no. thank the Lord. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Who was San Marino playing? San Marino is Andorra San Marino. Honestly, I'm gonna. How are we in the same? How are they in the same group? So it's what England Albania on tomorrow, and then tough placement Tuesday. Uh, Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? We play. Is it Andorra? Playing three games are we in this little? Yeah, yeah. Fucking joke. We play too many games. We play too many games. I know. Let's put three internationals in the middle of this for no reason that no one cares about. Yeah. All because I mean, Paul, I mean anyway, they are because, qualifying for the World Cup, but yeah, but qualifying for the World Cup that's getting played six months earlier than it should be. San Marino, uh, what was he no, said on the commentary? They haven't won for like twenty. They've only won one match ever, and that was like twenty-three years ago. So I mean, what is? Uh, they're, uh, they're not benefiting from playing anyone, are they? Really? Well, yeah, right, they, they should be playing. This is why I quite like the Nations League. The Nations League's great because, yeah... It why can't we have, like, the Nations League as qualifiers for the uh, the World Cup? Because what what would they do while the World Cup games are on? Like, I, I, I do agree that, like, these games are a bit... <laughs> odd, but, like, you can't just say it just because you're shite. You shouldn't be allowed to play. That would be, like, us getting through to play Man U no, Spurs. Like, and going because you're shite, you play a load of shite teams. That's but they fair. do in the, in, in the Nations League. They, they play teams yeah, that's they're so they win that group that can they can then play the group next to next you know the next group up there's literally no benefit for them chasing a ball around for 90 minutes because they've got not a hope in hell Paul do you watch Tram that's what we do most weeks no but like at least we've won in the last 23 years when (laughs) (laughs) So what well, wasn't that long ago, was it? Ten days. You, you lose some, you draw some. That's what I say. I mean, actually, it was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? It's was about two and a half weeks. No, last Saturday we won, didn't we, Axelter? Oh, last Saturday. Yeah. I'll forget that one. Oh, you uh, stop smoking that wacky backy, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long week. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> right, we'll be back. Um... Good not Friday. Tuesday, we'll be back on Good Friday. I mean, are we doing one on Good Friday? I'm not sure what I'm doing actually. Paul, I'll go solo if you need to. We'll be on a bank to. holiday. We'll um, be out getting pissed we'll off. We're going to sort something. Paul my, my, dad's not been, my dad's not been very well, and if he's listening to this, uh, hello to my dad. Uh, he's not been very well. Um, and we may be able to... We, uh, it's March 10th, 29th, we're allowed to go round to people's gardens, ain't it? Yeah, Monday. So I might I might try and spend uh, an afternoon with my dad. Paul, go yeah, and do that. That's much more important than this stupid football malarkey, isn't it? Well, we could probably do the part afterwards, but... Oh, um, get him on. Yeah, he's got a lot to say. What's his uh, name? He'll be delighted that uh, Scott <laughs> might not be playing. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, Michael Harper. I like, sounds like a journalist. That's where all the journalistic credentials in the family lie. Yeah, with him, not me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, shout out to him. Right then, we, right, uh, hopefully we'll uh, see the Harper family on on Good Friday. How have we gone for fifty five minutes? Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. It wasn't the, wasn't that good a game, was it? No. Yeah. 
hope you've enjoyed it. You, I mean, if you if you're still listening after 55 minutes, you probably deserve a medal for yeah, which God help you. there are no medals available. I'm afraid. So go and have a shot of straight whiskey. Unlucky about that, but mm. uh, yeah. Right, we'll see you on Friday. Yes, go and give us a little five star review um, and a little comment, little review five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Spotify, and of course you can get it off SoundCloud.com at Matty on Twitter at Paul Harper eighty two at This Is Tramia on Instagram. We're the same, but I'm Matty but seventeen. Go and follow us on all the socials. Um, get in touch if you're enjoying the pod, and we will see you Good Friday after a big, big game against second place Cheltenham up the fucking Stamia. 